Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. We are following with some horror the attitude of the South African government, the ANC, talking about Ramaphosa, calling for the International Criminal Court to act against Israel. All of a sudden, they respect that body, uh, but uh, that seems to be that, as well as, of course, the EFF's motion to cut diplomatic ties with Israel. Stephen Gruz is head of, uh, of African Governance and Diplomacy Programs at the South African Institute for International Affairs. Stephen, a very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Uh, I'm good, Howard. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I well, I don't know. It, these are not uh, these are not times for sissies, are they? Yeah, there's, there are a lot of developments uh, from the South African side, which are definitely going to strain relations with Israel, and of course affect uh, Jewish and Christian communities in in the country. Mm. So, what is what is the latest? Let's uh, because effectively we're talking about uh, about two things. We're talking about the the ICC story as well as this move yesterday, which I'm not even sure it had an outcome. I don't really know where that is. So, let's start with the ICC. So, the International Criminal Court was set up uh, 25 years ago or so to try war crimes, crimes against humanity, genocide, but uh, uh, quite importantly, if victims felt that they couldn't get justice in their own country. Now, South Africa is a founder member of the International Criminal Court. It was a very enthusiastic uh, member. It encouraged many, many other African countries to join. Um, And then there was a, a long period when the only people in the dock uh, who had been indicted by the court were African leaders or, or African uh, politicians or, or rebel leaders. And, and there were no non-Africans for a while that had been uh, mm, prosecuted. Mm. And uh, it was the, the court was seen as very biased. Let's fast forward a, a number of years to, to earlier this year, well, well to, to, to 2015, where uh, Omar al-Bashir, the former president of Sudan, was indicted. And he came to South Africa, and the rules said that South Africa would have to arrest him. Um, they didn't arrest him. They allowed him to come. They allowed him to leave and got a little slap on the wrist. And then, of course, this year, President Putin from Russia was also indicted by the court uh, for essentially what amounts to tra- child trafficking. Uh, he was going to come to the summit. In this instance, South Africa pled with him not to do so, and he didn't come. But South Africa, you know, really condemned the court. At one point, uh, the ANC was talking about withdrawal from the court. The president even said the ANC has decided to withdraw from the court. And then the same afternoon, backtracked and said, no, 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 that's not what the, the party had decided. But they've railed against the court and said that it's used unfairly and that it's used as a, a weapon to attack Africans. And it's a but <laughs> all of a sudden, it seems like uh, it's an instrument that South Africa wants to use to put Israel on trial for war crimes and genocide in this latest war with Hamas. So so all of a sudden the uh, ANC are back to being fond of the ICC and they see it as a... I mean, do they really, or is this just about another vehicle to show, show their hatred for Israel? You know, it looks that way. It looks... It looks uh, look, on the, on the one hand... Um, I, I don't think anybody likes what's going on in the Middle East, and that no, we all not. deplore the loss mm. of life that, sure. that has been 
uh, on, 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 you know, that, that has been unleashed here. Um, and, and so they, they're couching it in moral terms that uh, what Israel's doing is unconscionable, is illegal by international law, uh, is, is depraved, etc. And this is a tool that they're going to use. But yeah, it smacks of, of huge hypocrisy. Uh, as I've said on previous occasions, there's no monopoly on hypocrisy. <laughs> no, there certainly isn't. So the so they call for this. What happens now? I mean, they call for it. Do, uh, they, have they, to, have to do they actually have to do the paperwork? Yeah, so exactly. They have to do the paperwork, which I understand is being done. Um, it's then over to the prosecutor and the prosecution services of the ICC to see whether there's merit in the case and if they want to take it up. Um, if they do so... They can do things like uh, arrange or, or uh, I can't think of the word, uh, warrants of arrest, mm -hmm. put out warrants of arrest mm -hmm. for uh, senior Israeli politicians, which would almost certainly include Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, and then it would be an international legal case. But uh, I think also South Africa has been trying to shore up diplomatic support for this move. Uh, Ramaphosa was in Qatar a couple of days ago where where this was discussed, and, and there have been other occasions. Uh, the foreign ministers met with the Syrians. The foreign ministers met with the Iranians. <laughs> so, 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 and, on, so you know, I think this would be good. I, 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 like, it's hard to get your head around it. Let's just talk about Syria for a moment. Was he ever, was Assad ever tried or, or ever? No, no. I, I mean, how many people was he alleged to have killed of his own people? I mean. Yeah, thousands and thousands using chemical weapons. Um, uh, no, he's never been taken to the ICC. Um, and does South Africa ever condemn Syria? No, no it hasn't. Uh, I mean, you know, you see the, the the diplomatic activity South Africa is taking now on behalf of the Palestinians. We never saw anything comparable to that with Russia, Ukraine. Uh, yes, there were peace missions, but there was no. Well, the peace missions were also, I think, just to, to save the relationship with the U.S. because that was they immediately followed the Lady R. So that was all optics, as far as, uh, as as far as I could see. But the question is: is where? What is this? What is this really about? My sense is that we've got a Lady Pandor who is actually leading government strategy in this regard, uh, making decisions that don't just affect the uh, South Africa's foreign policy, but will affect domestic quite strongly because the more she moves towards allies like uh, Iran and Hamas, the further she's going to be moving South Africa as a country away from from the United States and, and other Western democracies, which actually is going to have a very, very real impact back home. How is she allowed to effectively be running this country? I mean, she seems to me to be our de facto president. You know, it's so difficult to understand the, the dynamics between the president and the, the Minister of International Relations and Cooperation. We don't see that much in public, but certainly uh, Naledi Pandor, Dr. Naledi Pandor, has taken a, a big lead on this. Um, uh, so she, she does seem to be exerting a lot of her own beliefs and her own... Uh, power within the government. Uh, I think it's no secret that the president is a bit wishy-washy and uh, uh, beholden to his party. Um, I mean, I think this is just another um, part of South Africa looking at the Middle East conflict, looking at the uh, Israeli-Palestinian conflict through the lens of what happened in South Africa. 
and um, uh, piling pressure upon the Israelis. Absolutely fascinating. Let's just talk about the move by, by the EFF, supported by the ANC, to sever diplomatic ties with Israel. Yeah, I, I had a look at uh, Julius Malema's speech online yesterday, uh, full of fire and brimstone, uh, very one-sided, very, very anti-Israel. Um, I don't know whether that vote has already, whether there is a vote and what, what the result of that was. I was trying to find that out. No, yesterday. I can't see it anywhere I either. I can't, uh, yeah. my path so I don't wasn't. know if it fizzled out. Uh, you know, I mean, there are a lot of, there are a lot of parties in, in the National Assembly that actually support Israel, mm, uh, mm. including the African Christian Gem- Democratic Party, uh, the DA to some extent. So I don't know whether, uh, that motion went anywhere, whether it was actually put to a vote, I don't think so, but it might be carrying on today. But yeah. uh, again, this is something that the, the BDS crowd has been calling for for decades, that South Africa should sever all relations with Israel. I mean, this would massively affect the Jewish community. It would massively affect the Christian community. Um, there are studies on, on you know how much we would stand to lose economically if, if business ties were, were cut. Um, it's it's not a great it's not a great move for anybody. Uh, it's very bad for the South African Jewish community, though. I uh, just see here that the motion would be put to a vote at a full plenary of the House on Tuesday. So uh, that is okay. that is when that is uh, taking place. Indeed, it would be absolutely appalling for the South African Jewish community. The irony, of course, is that it will have very little impact on Israel per se, and it will have even less impact, unfortunately, uh, certainly less positive impact on the Palestinians. So South Africa will make this grand, grand gesture to very, very, little effect. It is 8.45. That is where we leave it. Stephen Gruse, thank you as always. Head of African Governance and Diplomacy Program at the South African Institute of International Affairs.